0: Today, we're going to chat about the tension and anxiety of having a scar and wanting it removed while having to deal with the stress of finding trusted professionals to remove it. There are so many choices, but are they the right choice? How do you know? We're going to discuss these topics and more.
1: And this sounds like really exciting because there's a lot been going on in the industry lately. And Linda and I have been talking about this issue How do you really know what is real results and what is a scam? So there's a lot to research, a lot to talk about, and um, we're lucky that we have some guests on today. Tatiana is one of Linda's patients, and she's been seeing her for scar vision. So I would love to hear from Tatiana how she found Linda and tell us your story, if you would. Welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi, thank you for having me today. Well, I've been seeing Linda... For a little time now, we're about halfway through my treatment. I have seen complete a complete transformation within my scar. A little bit of my background is I had a breast lift uh, with implant surgery. I've had children. I already had breast implants for quite some time prior to having them, and I wanted to go a little smaller. So the plastic surgeon told me I needed a lift and that this would entail a full anchor scar. For those that don't know, that is the vertical scar in the middle from, you know, the nipple or the areola down to the breast fold and then across underneath the breast fold horizontally. So basically my scars were hyper pigmented or darker, you know, then my, my skin tone is about an olive type skin tone. And so I, they darkened. And not only did they darken, but I had hypertrophic or very thick scarring as well. And it just continued to grow almost like what we could call a keloid. And then I found Linda and I don't have keloids anymore. I don't have hypertrophic scarring. I don't have pain anymore. So both physically and emotionally, Linda, you know, completely changed my
0: life. How long, Tatiana, in between, so you have the one surgery, mm-hmm. and then you wanted to go smaller. How long did, and I, I know these answers, but I want to um, just share with the audience so that they can see the time span of, of, of your thought process. So how long in between your first surgery, and then you wanted to go smaller. And in um, your first surgery, did you, have, did you like your scars, or did you um, scar worse in your second um, so just kind of touch base on on those two things.
2: Well, I had had my implants in for, you know, 18 years. And, and then that's when I decided to go smaller. The first scars that I had um, were so traumatic and so large that the surgeon who did my scars actually said we won't be able to touch them for about six months just because the keloid itself is growing, which I think that was a mistake to begin with, but he made me wait the six months. Um, and then he revised only the breast fold scars that were very, very thick. And I thought they were healing wonderfully until about four months in my body just reacted and started growing those thick scars that I was so traumatized from, you know, um, they just started growing right back and i had followed you from before on instagram and you had you know proven results because one thing i think that i need to look for is i need to ask for proof you know and with your pictures i could see all the different stories all the different types of scarring that you helped i saw some that looked like mine and it was relatable and i had followed you for quite some time and i said this is the only woman that's going to be able to help me you know get these scars down to a minimum you know whether you know and and it's incredible because they're almost gone completely linda you've almost erased them which i never even thought possible yeah (laughs) he is a magician isn't
0: he i i
1: I love yeah
0: i you know the scar whisper right um so interesting so when you, you've been following me, so we're, we want to kind of touch base on how how does somebody find, you know, how does somebody find is it, was it hashtags that you were using? Was it, um, how, were you looking at other people's pages? I mean, what did you rule out? And what did you rule in? As I mean, as far as you just said, moving forward, um, you saw my photos and. And they were relatable to you, and they were consistent across the board. I, you know, I, I try to educate in all of my posts so people do okay. have an understanding and a little, um, uh, a little bit of scar science or skin science behind what it is that I do. So, was it hashtags that you found me, or was, as a consumer, what? I, know, how did you I how did you come started-
2: I just started to, you know, like, well, I, I actually found you before by, by mistake, by a coincidence. I, I had been micro needled on a completely different area of my body. This was before I even had, um, my breast scars and I had been micro needled on my stomach and I hyperpigmented and this was done by a very reputable person. And she told me, don't ever have a laser done on your body because you will just burn your skin right off and she taught me a little bit about, uh, you know, what, what kind of skin I had and I was dealing with. So I actually sought you out for when I thought that I was going to have this permanent scarring from just a micro needling procedure on my belly. Um, that turned out to not be the case, but I had still followed you throughout this time. So I had been following you for about two years. You were just Placed like an angel in my way. And I thank God, um, you know, had seen all your work and I do have a little bit of medical background. I did actually work for the plastic surgeon that performed my surgery. It wasn't him. It's just the way that my skin heals. So like I was saying before, you advocate a lot for, you know, having a scar plan in place and I can't push that enough because people, you know, we want these perky breasts and we're thinking about the breast. And I even expressed the fact that I was scared to hyperpigment because I do just with acne and stuff to my surgeon. He said, show me a scar. I showed him my C-sections. I have C-sections and those you can't see. And that's because there was no tension there on my breast scars. There was so much tension that they actually spit out stitches you know, it was scarring over scarring and there was nobody that could help me. Um, you know, I tried having Kenalog injections even by the surgeon and that didn't work from the moment that you did the first treatment on me, I felt the scars break up, so to speak. And I felt that the pain had lessened. And like, if you had stopped them in time from Growing into, you know, an atrocious, atrocious like keloid or something. So mm-hmm. you basically saved me from pain and emotional pain, physical pain. You know, um, I was a, in a little bit of a depression. I've been married for quite some time. I've been with my husband for twenty years, and I felt uncomfortable in front of him before, and now I'm back to feeling comfortable in front of him. And I, my marriage is better because of it, and. You know, I am not in pain um, from it because they did hurt. If I wore a, the wrong bra, you know, an mm-hmm. underwired bra, I'd feel that pain, that keloid, that bruised kind of feeling. And I don't feel mm-hmm. that anymore. And I thank right. you so much for that.
1: Well, it's a really good point that, mm-hmm. that she makes that we often don't talk about that the hypertrophic scars and the keloids do itch and cause pain to the patient. So, along with the emotional trauma, we have physical trauma and pain and it, it seems Linda is just fixing everything. So sounds mm-hmm. like she got an awesome result. Well, well and, and again,
0: and, and let's just touch on, like, th- there's nothing I really can't fix. And, I, and I'm going to say it because I I, I really, oh I, am, I am that person. So there's so many moving parts. When you have a scar, there's so many different um um, ways you have to approach it, and everybody seems to be a scar expert these days. You know, these tattoo people are coming out of the woodwork, and now they're scar experts. Right. You know, but it, it really is if you if you're transforming skin, if you want if you want permanent results, you have to be with an individual who understands skin and how to transform it, especially if you have hypertrophic. Heloids, atrophic scars, you have texture issues, you have buckled skin, you have, um, in and out color, you have hypopigmented, you have hyperpigment, you know, uh, you have to know how to do all that to be able to service the, the, the patient properly. And there's nothing, you know, it, it, if, you know, there's a little situation, you come back and mm, we got to tweak this, you know, so, so the, it, it, it's really, it's, it's a, you have to have high levels of trust in who you go to and who you put, you know, um, who, who you allow to, to touch your scars because you already have emotional duress, right? You're already coming in with, uh, you know, challenging, um, uh, levels of, of, um, how you feel about yourself. Now, the last thing you want to do is have somebody touch you and mess you up even more. Absolutely. So now you've paid these people, they've messed you up and now you've got to go look for somebody else or not. Maybe you just give up because you've just like, you know, exhausted all your efforts and you think like, okay, now I just have to live with the scar. Now, I think that's more emotionally Disturbing than anything is now, now what? You know, so yeah, so th- th- there's just a lot of, um, a lot of suspect individuals out there that are offering services that, that I feel are very, um, I-, I think it's, it's, it's basically corrupt and we can go into, you know, how, how these, um, you know, how the industry is not even regulated anymore. It's just every, it's a free for all. Everybody's it it
1: is. And Linda, could you, you know, break down for us what exactly someone should look for, you know, when they are beginning their search, you know, and, and trying to weed out all of these types of individuals who are saying they're scar experts. What kind of certifications do well,
0: we look for? Well, <laughs> right. We'll, we'll get into that. And I think it, it'll be great to come back and ask this question to um Ms. Ceci and Tatiana. Because, you know, what, what were you looking for? What were your expectations? What did you want your scar? What did you want done to your scar and what your expectations were? And then I can come back and, and um, you know, answer because I already know, I already know this. And that's why they're working with me and, you know, we're moving forward. We're having great success. So let's just, um, Cessia, you have a, an interesting story too. So from, from the very beginning, just kind of tell us, um, what you went through and how, um, how emotionally your scars set you back if they did, I already know the answers to this again, but we, you know, it's, it's so relatable to so many people, um, Tatiana, your story, and and now, uh, your story is, is a really good one too. So, um, can you just share with us a little bit? My
3: story, my story is very, very similar to Tatiana's actually. Um, I had a lift and breast reduction about three years ago and I started to notice my keloids, um, in about four to five weeks after the procedure. And I never really visited anyone to treat them because I I honestly thought that I was gonna stay with these scars forever. I was ashamed of um going to someone and 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 allowing them to see me. You know, I I couldn't even see my see myself in the in the mirror. I was very nervous and and ashamed, you know. And that was until um, I was at dinner with one of my friends and and she was uh talking about how happy she was because she she was uh fixing her scars with linda uh so she saw she showed me photos of before and after, and I was in shock <laughs> I was in shock and happy because um I thought to myself wow there there really is someone that can help me that you know that that can fix my scars so right away i asked uh, my friend for the contact she gave me linda's contact i called linda i scheduled my appointment i went to see her and uh, my my scars were so severe that linda recommended that i go to get um, um, a new incisions you know new scars for her to treat them yeah. so a month after I had my, my, my surgery and this time, you know, I was, I was prepared because Linda and I, we had a plan. Um, we knew what, what we were getting my, you know, ourselves into uh, when I got the, 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 the procedure done. So this time I can say that I'm, you know, keloid free. I don't have keloids anymore. Thanks to, thanks yeah.
0: to- Yeah, Cecilia, you went, um, how long? So from your lift? And you had uh, the, they were quite severe, her keloids too. You had the live, how long did you live with these keloids before you found me?
3: Five years.
0: Five years. Oh, wow.
3: Okay, so five years. So
0: in your mind, you live with these keloids. They itch, they're painful. Um, you know, not not to mention... They're they show through clothing. These are on her breast, by the way. They're on her breast, the vertical and the the um, underneath the breast line. Um, she had very, very thick keloids, and so she lived with this for five years. And how uncomfortable, and showing through clothing, and looking in the mirror because it's pretty much the first thing you see, right, when you look yeah, in the there's, mirror. There's, so, there's. so in in your mind, how how. How did that affect you emotionally or I know you said that you 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 know your self esteem was down but how how did how did it really affect you like
3: it was it was it was bad it was bad and and it, it's 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 weird to say it but I will I I I couldn't even take my bra off when I was intimate with my boyfriend because I was so scared of, of him seeing me and I couldn't even see myself, my scars. Mm-hmm. Now I see them and, you know, I see all the, all the process and, you know, the before and after, and it makes me so happy. But in that moment, I couldn't even touch them. I, I couldn't see them. I didn't allow him to, to even get near me. You know, it, it was mm-hmm. bad. It was mm-hmm. bad. It was itchy. It was uncomfortable. And they just kept growing yeah. through the yeah. years, you know? Yeah. Yeah it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, you know, the intimacy
0: that is uh, straight across the board, one of the, the, um, it's, it's the number one, uh, issue with people that come to me. I mean, I have them fill out a, an information form and, you know, rate it on a scale of one to 10. And, you know, it is, you know, if I had a, I would mark a hundred, you know, most people say, but, um, this is, this is, um, this is something that we have to address and we have to be very sensitive with it because we are, um, as a, as an expert and a professional, you know, I'm dealing with, um, some high emotions and I want to make sure that, that I am giving these people the trust. Now, when you found me and, and, um, um, you talk to me. I mean, I I do believe that people want to see before and after pictures. That's why I feel that my page is, is um, giving people what they want to see. I don't, I'm not dancing around doing little TikTok. talks, you know, or doing little <laughs> sing-alongs and, and things like that. It's just not me. I I don't feel that anybody wants to see that, they want to see the before and afters. So to both of you, Tatiana and and Sessia is... Is that something that if, like, if you're a consumer, and you look at a page, I know if I'm looking for something and I'm looking very specific, like, uh, for somebody who's similar to my problem or whatever, whatever, you know, I'm like, oh, that, I, I want that done. And oh, look at, you know, I see that they're doing the procedure, but I don't see anything after. Now it, it, that's frustrating to me as a consumer and I'm looking for okay and, you know, right. so, um, both of you, I, I'm, I'm assuming that, the, the before and after photos drew you in and then it was kind of like, I'm going to make this phone call because um, I, I don't know. Did you go to anybody? Well, you just said you, you didn't go to anywhere else. You just lived with your scars for five years, Cecilia. So you really didn't shop around. You really didn't.
3: Um, I, didn't. I didn't because I, I honestly, I, I didn't think that there was someone that could mm. help me. I, mm. I honestly thought that, that I had to stay with them forever you mm. know that was in time I, I was with my friend and and she started you know speaking about you she spoke so highly so i said to her i want to see photos so she showed me your instagram and and i was in shock so after she showed me i grabbed her by the, the by her hand and i said hey listen you know i please let's go to the bathroom and i need to see this you know i she's the bathroom she, she showed me and i was i was i was in shock i was in shock and, and happy you know that that this could could happen to me too, and and I'm glad I did. I'm, I'm glad I found. Yeah. It. and and was set with Cecia's story.
0: Um, she she's on my page. Everybody will notice her from the the um, the keloid, the breast um, keloid that I recently posted. And with Cecia, I told her I hers were so severe. And this is again for. For people who go to professionals that are experts in what they do, they will give you the advice. You know, somebody might just want to, you know, jump on that. Well, I, I could just camouflage, and you all know <laughs> what? You know, so so I I am savvy enough. I'm you know I have the experience. And I will direct you in a direction that will help both of us. So knowing that your scars were way too severe to, to move forward and give you any kind of uh, results was just not going to happen. And um, so I asked her to go get a revision. But uh, she, based on the way she heals, she's not going to be able to heal on her own because she will get the keloids back. 100% you go for a revision to have keloids cut out. 100% they're going to come back. Trust. Mm-hmm. And you'll start seeing them develop in the same areas that, um, that were cut out. So I also recommended to her because I've, I've done so much research on keloids that, um, there's, there's a couple of, of, um, techniques that surgeons will do. Uh, they will actually put catalog right into the the new incision the day of or like post right right um tatiana you've probably seen that maybe in in the yeah. um in in yeah. the operating room with your plastic surgeon that is it's not foolproof but it is you know it, it is something that that surgeons will do if you are prone to keloids or you already have them and you're going in for keloid revision. Right. Right. And so, the, yeah. And then the other thing is the, um, the radiation treatments. So these radiation treatments are, they're very expensive. This is what I told Ceci. I said, you have to get the radiation immediately after the surgery. So she did, she went, she had three rounds of radiation um, it, it was not pleasant for her, uh, but she had three rounds in, in the first week after with it. Oh, wow. The first week after, all right, it's expensive, but this is, this is proven to um to inhibit the the keloids from growing back now. And she had that done, she comes in. Well, she didn't come in right away the day of, you know. So a couple of days, it send me photos, send me photos. She's all taped up. I said, "I see the keloids growing underneath the tape. Get in here. We got to get that tape off because we have to address the keloids." And so the second I see the keloids growing, boom, we got them. But now you you have to realize that this is, you know, I, I'm I'm an expert. I know I know what to look for. I know what to do. And so, if you get into the wrong hands, then you know it's it's just it's just a disappointment, right? So, so this is what I'm saying. There's a lot of choices for people, and if if um, if you look at people's pages and you look, for me, I want to see before and afters. I want to see maybe during the process, right? You know, one month, two month, three month, four month, I post all that, you know, but on a lot of pages, people are like, and where's the after photo? What does it look like when it's done? I don't care what you're doing now. I want to see when it's done, you know, because a, a lot of times, you know, there's, um, you know, you're not going to see it. And so I, as a consumer, like, mm, yeah, no, I want to see um, uh, everything to oh. fruition.
2: Absolutely. That's what draw, you know. That's what drew me into you. I mean, there was proven you, you were on there. You had so many years of experience. You were the only one doing what you do. You use so many different modalities to, you know, combat these hypertrophic, hyperpigmented, or maybe the person has opposite, you know, uh, atrophic scars where you've made. I actually had an area. Where I had I had keloids, but I had one area and you'll remember this, Linda, where there was this hole. It's like if you had muscle cut through or something, and you actually made that skin pop back up somehow. This atrophic scarring popped right back up and got to skin level. And like I said before, I mean what drew me to you was was those pictures, those real results, me seeing patient after patient and client after client getting results. I mean, no matter who you are, no matter what scar it is, I know that you will get results. And I mean, you are the real deal. Uh, you is. know, you camouflage uh, people and, and you think, how can they color, put color on top of a dark scar? These scars are going to go green. They're going to turn colors within a year. You know, they may look good right away. But once a couple of months go by, they start turning weird colors. And it's now you've got a bigger problem. And I know that you see that a lot. And you come, people come to you with even bigger problems. They've got keloids, They've got hypertrophic scarring. They've got hyperpigmentation. And then they've got somebody else that touched them and physically traumatized them as well as emotionally traumatized them. And you're just changing people's lives, Linda. And I couldn't be more grateful to you.
0: I, I appreciate it. And and this is this is one of the um, this this is one of the things that you know, touching on what you just said is yes, people go other places, right? Oh, it's it's you know, you see them, uh, you know, people up there going like 19.99, you know, any kind of stretch mark, <laughs> you know, we, we got the car salesman of scar people up there, right? Buy two, it, get two. It, Free. <laughs> right and, and so you know it out of desperate it just sounds so desperate to me like like stop it already you know it, it's just really transparent that you know it, it's you, you know you're you're just really really desperate for for uh business but um yeah so i i just think that um the the, the photos are everything you get what you pay for there are no shortcuts you want your scar painted fine if that's what you want then, you know it, it's not going to be from me. You know, all my all my work is um, naturally revising skin, making new skin, giving you natural results, but permanent results. Permanent. So it will never go backwards unless you're unless you're you know doing something like going out in the sun and you know tanning areas that that you know we we had just revised. Now with Cessia, um her scars. Uh, We had to watch them very, very carefully. So, the only way that the the only reason that she is is keloid free is A, because of me, B, because she lives in Miami and uh, I'm able to see her every uh, couple of days after her procedure. And we did that for two, three weeks. Because the second she had something pop up, I'm like, mm, come on. She had a lot of spitting sutures, uh, and, and that caused, um, little uh, inflammatory pockets. Uh, and so we had to, uh, release that and, and take care of those every time that she got one. So because that could cause the, any kind of little trauma like that, you know, little, um, uh, raised skin with, um, pockets of, of um it's almost like a little infection that that's surrounds right. it but but it can trigger it can trigger a key an
2: inflammatory process of the skin where it just keeps and that's what and that's what I think happened because you know nowadays they use these dissolvable sutures but sometimes you know my skin did not like these sutures. I mean I and and this is Tatiana talking now um my sutures spit consistently after both my surgeries, including after my revision when I didn't have tension. I mean, I had a hole open up and and after that, that, that area keloided and that area got bigger. And like I said, I mean, you were the only person that could have fixed this. And I'm glad that I found you. I'm glad that somehow I had been following you and watching your work for so long before actually going to you. I'm glad I didn't have any laser treatment because I know I would have come out worse with a burn or
0: Or something. Right, right. I I I am I'm glad you found me too, and I'm glad Cecilia found me. And and this is this this is just it. How do you go about um, finding somebody for your scar? Now if you're listening To this podcast, then you kind of already know, you know, about me or you're more interested and go on my page, look at my photos. I have scars that I work, you know, from the toes up to the forehead, you know, and the scalp. I, I work every part of the body. I'm celebrating 16 years of, of, of service. And all I do is scars. That's it. That's it. And that's
1: a great point that all Linda does is scars. When you go on other people's page, you'll see a scar here, a scar there, and then you'll see a bunch of brows and a bunch of lips, right? We, we get a lot of these mm-hmm. kind of people calling themselves stretch mark scar revisionists, but they're not because their, their work is not speaking for itself like Linda's. Linda has well, to-
0: in in everything takes time. Right. I'm. I'm not going to lie. It, it takes time. I am with these 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 ladies for six months to twelve months to eighteen months. That's how long it takes to fix skin, real scar revision. That's how long it takes. You are transforming. Uh, you know the biggest organ of the body. All right. It doesn't happen in one or two shots. It doesn't. And if and if you see results in like a stretch mark or something, it, it's it's probably not sustainable. These, I don't know what the serum is or something that's going through. Um, uh, you know, the, the serums that, you know, people are putting through stretch marks, but it, it just seems to be like some kind of hyaluronic something, something that might plump it for a moment, but then you're not really addressing the scar tissue underneath and, and nurturing the skin back to, A healthy state over time. Over time is time. Time is what is going to get you results. So,
1: right, they have to take the time to do the treatments, but also to look for the licensed practitioners, such as yourself, because we've just seen too much in this industry go haywire with all these practitioners just popping up almost daily. I send Linda a bunch of stuff, and she looks at it. (laughs) We just kind of laugh because. People are just painting over scars. People are trying to cash in. And what Linda said to me yesterday was, it's just clever marketing, Ann. And, and that's what it is. They're marketing. They're doing TikToks. They're doing online trainings. But there's no real results behind any of these practitioners. Right. And, and,
0: I, and I'm sure from Cessia, like Cessia, you just confirmed that, you know, Linda had photos. You know, there's results. There's results. I show results. Why Why would I not show the the end product, but I also show in between because you know, people like to see what, you know, what the scar looks like as it transforms. And actually, in in a lot of times it looks worse before it looks better. Because that's how you're breaking down scarches, just like um like demolishing a house. You're gonna remodel, right? we're going to knock everything down. It's not going to look pretty at all, you know, and then we're going to build it back up and, oof, you know, we've got a, a beautiful home. So that's, that's kind of how I, you know, I've got to break it down. I've got to build it back up, you know, it's a talk, talking skin, but, but um, I think it's just important to, um, to, to go to somebody that is licensed, that that is an expert and that can help you in, in, you know, especially through the process because it's not going to be pretty and it's not going to be effortless. You know, you're not going to have that person back every time and go, oh, yes, you know, we're just bouncing through this lovely, aren't we? You know, <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to have problems. We're going to have issues. You know, every time Ceci comes in or Tatia comes in, mm, uh, okay, uh, we're going to have to change it up. And you got to be very savvy in how you're going to change it to make that that patient happy and move forward to get the results that you said that you were going to get. Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And that's why it's important to go to somebody who's licensed in skin, because Linda's using various modalities and she knows exactly how to anticipate problems before they even arise and then to tackle them. And that's the difference between Linda and all of these other practitioners that are just, you know, copy, you know, doing a cookie cutter approach is what I call it, you know, to scar vision. And that's, that's a no. Okay. Um, Tatiana, I wanted to ask you, because um, you worked for a plastic surgeon, uh, what, what types of things did you see while you were working for the plastic surgeon? How, how do they address scars? Or do they even talk about scars? Or if somebody comes back and complains about a scar, what, what does the surgeon say to the, the unhappy patient? You know, what right. are they using and what,
2: how do they address that? Well, you know, that's a great question. And it, and I'm actually a very good person to answer this because when I did my surgery, I was not working for this plastic surgeon. And then once I had my revision, I was working for this plastic surgeon. So I went in as a patient and then I saw it from a completely different perspective, actually working there. And you know, the plastic surgeons there to sell you great boobs. And he did a great job. He did his job. You know, I have my, my breasts are, are nice and, and, but he was not uh, taught and he had no idea what to do with the scar other than, you know, give me a few catalog injections. There was nothing in his realm of studying or, you know, that had to do with skin or scarring. And, you know, he's, you know, his office, um, I had had my procedure with him while I was younger. So this is all the same plastic surgeon that I had used, you know, almost 19 years before when I first had my breast surgery done when I was younger. And I went back to him and then this happened to me and he had no idea how to treat it. So you in know, 19 years, he didn't learn anything is what you're saying. Tatia. He didn't learn anything about scarring. He only I mean, learned- they don't know anything I mean, about breast. Yeah. Job, you know, yeah. and he had no idea. He was just like, listen, honey, you know, you keloid, this is the way you, you are. And you wouldn't even expect to, you think I'm the rarity or I'm the, I'm the, the one that has different skin, but no, many, most women that have a breast lift are going to spar and they're not going to scar well. Um, they're going to get the spitting sutures. I had many breast lifts while working for him. I had many tummy tucks and these things open up because of the tension. And it's not because the surgeon himself is a bad surgeon. This man has been operating for a very long time. It's because, you know, the body's going to react the way the body's going to react and the tension, um, doesn't make it any easier. You've got this breast lift, you've got the implants pulling out and you've got the breast lift pulling up and you know, you've got the suture spitting out and you've got this constant, it's very traumatizing and it happens to most breast lifts. Um, after I had my surgery, he told me, Oh, this is very normal. The T zone, um, where both scars in an anchor breast lift meet, open up. And I said, Oh, I didn't know you know, these. <laughs> I've never he, heard a surgeon say that. He admitted that they open up. Really, they are not. Natu- they naturally just open up, and they're they're notorious for opening up in the T zone. And then breast lift after breast lift, while working for him, I saw it. You know, what every skin tone, lightest skin tone to the darkest skin tones, and in between, everybody has an issue. Nothing goes as planned, and it's very important to have a scar you know you know uh, scar package let's call it in place for once you do have to tackle the scar you know you think about the surgery you go into the surgeon's office you're booking the surgery you're all excited and you forget hey what am I going to do after and then you're left with this mess and you're like I don't know what to do and you go back to the surgeon and he tells you well I don't know what to do either <laughs> so It's unbelievable. And this is a very reputable South Florida surgeon who's been, who's done many breast lifts, who's done Mm. many celebrities, who is, is an amazing surgeon. He really is. But many, many people have complications. It's just very normal in the field. And I had no idea until I started working in the, in this particular field, and it was just very traumatizing because I still had these keloids while working for him and I couldn't wait to the day of, of of revision. So I would watch people actually get revised and then go through the same keloid thing and get the same scar. And they you know, just like Linda I think addressed earlier, you're gonna get the keloid. It's not the way the surgeon did it. If you got the keloid the first time, you're gonna get it the second time. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to have a plan in place and that's where linda comes in
0: you know yeah Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, no absolutely
0: you're not going to get you're not going to get the plan from the surgeon they're they're not going to give you the information that you need they're not they're they'll they'll um tell you you know just wait six months to a year to work on your scar it's it's the worst old school um um,
2: absolutely
0: they dialogue that you that you can you know that you can um work under it's it's very so Cecilia too um when you when you went back to your doctor, I think he said like I did that,
3: oh, he was shocked right <laughs> I took the bra off and and he said, Oh wow, so I did that, and I thought, <laughs> who else did it you know it was. Obviously, it was you. So I always tell Linda that it would be amazing if every surgeon will have a Linda, you know, next door, so that the people can just do a transition, you know, after surgery and Linda right away, and and you know, this will save many people's life. <laughs> she said, "Right, it. right." I think I think so. So many things can be prevented.
0: If you, you number one, have a scar plan, but if you don't know about me, you're not going to have a scar plan. The, the, the surgeons are not going to give you a scar plan. They're going to give you some silicone sheets,
3: mm-hmm. tape.
0: They're going to send you on your way. If you have um, a, a great doctor and you can go back with an issue like, I have this, I have that, you know. Nine times out of ten, it's it's um like okay, we'll just um here's some t- and, you know go back come back in three months, right, Cecilia? Isn't that what he said? Come back in three months. Mm-hmm. Now, to to me, to me, yeah. um, I just I just had a revision, I had major keloids cut out, and you tell me to come back, and, and mind you, those keloids grew. Within two to four weeks after your first surgery, Mm -hmm. they grew two to four weeks. They started, they were almost full blown at four weeks. But your doctor tells you to, all right, that's a wrap. Um, You know, we did the revision. I want to see you in three months. Three months? they're going to be grown full blown again. Why, why would you bring somebody back in if you know that, that they're, they're they're keloid prone to check them in three months when the the, the first surgery, they popped up in less than four weeks?
1: Because so I think as a rule, surgeons, you know, don't write. Like I, I understand
0: unhappy. the follow up. You but know. we have a, a little bit of a different situation here, don't you think? Sure. Oh, absolutely. We, we, we this is a very different su- situation. You know, it's a revision. So, you know, we had issues the first time. You didn't want to see me before that, just in case. You know, something. You know, you know, to check something. You know, no. Yeah. No. She, said, she said three months. I said mm, it's okay. I got you. you know, very good.
3: That's why I decided not to do my follow up because I I thought. And I said, OK, so I'm going to do my follow up and they're going to take pictures of me before and after. And he's going to get credit for something. He yeah, he did. He removed the scars. But the credit is yours, Linda, because that's <laughs> a good I, point.
2: Yeah.
3: And I said, I am not going back. They're not going to take photos They're not going to do follow ups. You know, that's it. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah, I
0: I get that because your scars look amazing. And and again, this is somebody who, like, I'm very, very nurturing to my my patients. And I will, I will, I have a lot of people that come now from uh, immediately after revision. And it it is, I'm babysitting these scars, I'm watching them every step of the way. They are not going to get out of line like a bad child. You know, so, so I keep them really under thumb, under my strict, strict uh, direction. And you know what? Great results, great results. You know, these people are, I'm not going to let them go through another revision at all. You know, this is the last time we're going to go through it and you are going to have amazing results. And, you know, every step of the way, am I expensive? Yes, I'm expensive. I'm expensive and, and I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you why because I'm the best in the business. And when you go to the best in the business, you are going to pay for their expert skill. So I'm very, very busy, but yeah. again, you know, people people want that shortcut and I'm not I'm gonna stress that you get what you pay for.
1: And, are- and to your point, there are there are a lot of people that are calling our scar hotline for those that didn't know we do have a scar hotline. Maybe. It's an anonymous line. You can call and get a scar plan if you're thinking about going into surgery. If you have questions about your scars, it's one eight six six scar talk That's 1-866-S-C-A-R-T-L-K. So please feel free to call any listeners with any questions about your scars, preoperative, postoperatively. We will help you.
0: Right. And in the, in the consultations are easy. You, you click on my website, www.lindadoncarter.com. Uh, dot com go to consultation everything is online I do online consultations. Uh, it's very important to upload the form so I have that information very very easy and I get you a comprehensive treatment plan. what does that include it includes um, a complete recommendation of of how I'm going to approach your scar, how much improvement I can get on your scar so you have some reference as to um, and, and hope, and hope, well, I'm going to get 50%. Oh, I'm going to get 90%. Oh, I'm going to get, a, I never say 100% because it's just, you know, and if it happens, it's a bonus, but, um, but, I, but I, I don't, know,
2: you have gotten it. you've gotten the hundred percent because I've seen it and Gosh. there's a certain guy with this tummy tuck that I know. everybody's got
0: <laughs> He, he yeah my my dude you know he was i he's i was just blown away i was blown away with even you know and to this day i just saw him today i'm working on his hip scars you know he'd had um, hip surgery so you know people come back right they get more scars they come back um yep. but um so you get you get uh, my recommendation you get the cost um i i give you a tree um a payment plan and i um tell you how much your payments are going to be, the down payment, I tell you what products, I I talk about um how many appointments it's going to be, you're gonna come once a month or 12 months. So everything is in there that you need to know. Like everything is a very comprehensive treatment plan. So you take that, you you know review it, you sign it, and then we, you know, get an appointment, we move forward. Um it's 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 um it's quite a process. So just you know, anybody who comes to me cannot expect anything to happen quickly.
1: Right. We need to yeah. take time. Yeah, and, and for those that don't know, Linda has developed her own line of scar products called Scarfood. So you can find out about that on www.scarfood.com. And they're phenomenal products.
0: Scar food is a must. And, the, and, and again, we, we, have a, um, we have a scar kit that we sell that we've put together for post-operative uh, surgical scars. And, and it has all the ingredients, all the nutrients, all of the, the um, uh the the key ingredients to fast forward the the healing process and that is what we want we want to fast forward the the um, inflammation stage the, into the reformation stage we want to we want to make sure that you have healthy scars we want to make sure that, that these products um are able to keep your your skin very pliable around the incision area. You know, we don't want a lot of tension, but the more moist and in, in, um nurtured, nurturing that you keep the the, the skin in condition, your skin, the more it's gonna be able to move with the the um uh the tension, right? You know, if you have very dry skin, if you don't, it's gonna just like it's just gonna pull, it's gonna crack. Is gonna crack. So right. Yeah we
1: even are, have our, our clients on the
0: Scarfood preoperatively where oh my, they oh my gosh are? yes I mean Sessia, right. <laughs> so, yeah, Sessia Tatia, they, they they've both been you know on Scarfood food. It, it's a must you you can't you know you can't go through the process of, with me um and and not use the scar food. So that's why I designed it. So I was, I was able to actually use it on my, uh, my patients as case studies, you know, for a very long time before I created the final formulas, you know, I wanted to see if, you know, the the results I was getting um, that I would get and they would come back and look at you, you healed in half the time.
1: Yay. So, Linda, what would you tell anyone looking to have a scar treatment procedure done, whether with you or another provider? What caveats, what should they look for? You know, what advice can you give us?
0: I, I think just, just what we were talking about, what they want to look for is the before and afters, your work, your expert, your expert work. And I would look for something that resembles my skin color, my skin tone, I would look for something that resembles this type of scar that I have. Um, i would I would definitely ask what the process is. Now, can you explain it to me? And what are you gonna do? How many times are you gonna do it? what um, what kind of results will I get? What if this happens? What are the, you know, what what are the um, the likeliness of anything going wrong? I mean, if you know your skill and you know skin and you know different skin types, then you will have the answer to these questions because people really need to not be embarrassed about asking the practitioner any kind of question. They think because they're a doctor or they're nurse or they're you know they're they're an expert that like you don't want to ask something because you might um, you know infuriate hmm? yeah. yeah, yeah. So so you 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 want to ask all the questions. You you want to know what the process is. You want to know what tools are using. You want to know like um, well, can I expect any kind of. Of um, results in the first month, the second month, and, and you, you have to really just be able to give good answers. You know, people want to hear what they want to hear. And we have a list. If you want that list of what to ask for and in, 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 um, going to a provider, if you're not coming to me and you're going to a provider um, somewhere, what, what do you want? Do you want it painted? Do you want it you know, do you want it, um you know, do you want a permanent, you know, what you, you have to go in with your expectations and ask that provider, can you give this to me? And for all the reasons they, they, they should be able to tell you, absolutely. I can give it to you or I can't give it to you. Well, you know, it just, here it is. Well, you know, it just depends on how you heal. Well, you know, it's well we'll see. It's your skin tie, you know? No, that's Everybody, not well, everybody's different, right? Everybody's different. So it's it's the old cliche, and um a, a lot of people will skirt around the answer. And then that is one thing. When they can't answer your question, they skirt around it. You know, And
3: I also think it's you, you get know, what
1: you pay black. for, too. I, I really think, you know, Linda's expensive, but it's because of her skill and her knowledge and her results. I mean, right. if you want to go down the street and get your, your scars painted, there's plenty of practitioners that can promise you to paint your scars in two yeah, sessions. But
0: then the, 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 and then they'll end up in my chair. Because exactly. They like exactly. Scars. They're going to end up with Linda anyway. So... Uh, I'm- You know, and and this, it's not frustrating to me because I love to help and I can help. But when I have to fix somebody else's problems, which I do all the time, when I have to fix it, I feel bad because guess what? I'm charging them a lot of money to fix somebody else's problem. Whereas, you know, they could have come to me in the first place. I've had people Say, oh, you know, I went somewhere else because they, you know, they were cheaper than you. And then guess what? They end up back in my chair. And now I have two issues. I have to fix the original scar and then I have to fix the paint that they put on top of it or the, the um, 10% vitamin C they put on top to burn it, to burn <laughs> their skin or the, the laser that they use that completely singe the skin. I have I have to fix these things, Right. And so now they're, you know, they're being charged almost double, you know, but, but it, the end result is, is 100. So, you know, it's, it, I can fix it, but I would rather that people do their, their homework and that they really seek out um, professionals that are licensed and, and qualified to touch skin the way they need to be touched.
1: I would also like to ask... As a final question, both Cecia and Tatiana, what they would look for in a scar vision cosmetic procedure, knowing what they know now. So, ladies?
3: Uh, I'll say to, you know, to please do your research. You know, with today's platforms, we have the ability to search, to look up, you know, to search reviews, to look for the before and after photos. And, uh, and most importantly, I think the consistency in this provider's result, I think that's the most important part. Okay. That's great.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah. I
2: think she pretty much summed it up, you know, do your research guys. And not only that, don't try to take any shortcuts. I mean, there is no shortcuts. Um, This is your body. um, And it's not one, one size fits all. And, Know, do your research. Ask for photos. And one thing I would have done before is, you can even ask the provider or Linda, for example, you know, to go ahead and maybe put you in contact with one of her other patients. See someone, talk to someone else. I've actually, um, I've commented on a comment on Linda's IG, and someone has out reached out to me and asked me, Hey, I saw that you had a breast lift. How did it go for you? And I've actually been able to help other people, you know, um, and, and lead them towards Linda. So, I mean, what, whoever you're looking for, just do your research.
0: Right, yeah, that's a good point. Well, ladies, I really think this is a great place to end. I hope that we were able to share some insightful um, information to to the audience and I, I think we touched on a lot of things. Thank you both for joining us today and thoroughly enjoyed your conversation, Ceci and Tatiana, and as always, Yes. Thank you,
1: ladies, for joining us. Right,
0: great. right. We, we hope to leave you with more info than you came with. So um, bye for now. And we'll, uh, we'll chat with you on the next episode. Thank you for having us.